The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decision. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garen Perro columnist for StockEd. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Got an interesting one today, REACH Resources. Trades under the code RR1. Last trading at 1.1 cents for a market cap of around $28 million. Now, there's been a pivot by this company. The focus is very much on the Gascoigne, and I think we all know that the Gascoigne is uh, red hot nowadays for rare earths and battery metals. And Reach, uh, after a few acquisitions, has uh, is right in the thick of things there. It also has a gold asset, which we'll talk about, and a rare earths magnet recycling business in the US. So with that, I think we should jump in. We've got Jer- Jeremy Bauer, the CEO, with us today. G'day, Jeremy. Welcome to the podcast. G'day, Barry. Thanks for having me. Jeremy, I, I mentioned the, the sort of pivot there by the company to have very much a focus on the gas going, which is... Hotter than hot, we've got Hastings and Dreadnought and Delta Lithium uh, kicking goals there, and you guys are in the thick of things. So just explain to us the uh, transformation of the company to focus on the Gascoigne. As you mentioned in your in your introduction there, clearly the Gascoigne is, is having some fantastic successes. Approximately 12, 14 months ago, I started with the company and, and we had a focus on our uh, pains find gold resource down there. We have an inferred gold resource for approximately a million tonne at 3.2 grams per tonne for 105,000 ounces. A nice, a nice little resource. However, we also were able to acquire a few small tenements in the Gascoigne around that similar time. The same sort of time the company had made a, a, an investment. We don't own the technology. We have an investment as you mentioned, a, a rare earth magnet recycling tech out of um, based out of the University of Houston originally. With the market moving as it was, with with fantastic strength in rare earths and and lithium, was a an easy choice to to put more resources into our into our tenements in the Gascoigne. We have at that point we had only two small tenements in the Yinathara region of the Gascoigne. And another one just on the eastern border of Hastings Mine, about 80 kilometres to the north. From there, we were able to acquire a couple of more tenements in the Inathara area, as well as uh, organically peg some ground in that region, as well as next to our next to our northern block, which we call Skyline, just east of Hastings. And that's been a fantastic move for us. We're only at an early stage. However, the location is fantastic, particularly our Morrissey Hill lithium block, which is adjoins Delta's Melinda deposit. They're on a, a few kilometres to our east. We also have had some great success on one of our uh, southern blocks with some some early high-grade niobium and heavy rare earth hits. It's a complete package there uh, in the Gascoigne. You've done well to uh, acquire the ground because... Uh... It's uh, heavily contested nowadays to uh, get in there, following the success of Hastings and Delta and others. So, at this stage, what would you consider to be your flagship project in the Gascoigne? 
certainly our Morrissey Hill Lithium Project, Barry. That's uh, our most advanced. We've just completed heritage surveys and we'll be beginning our maiden drilling program um, in the second week of August. So we're we're full steam ahead there, Barry. We've we've cleared four large polygons with the help of the Ingata people. This is where we've had hits of up to 2.3% lithium oxide from rock chips. We've identified multiple outcropping pegmatites. The results we're getting there are also really well endowed with, with cesium, tantalum, rubidium, all the other major minerals you, you'd want to encounter in, in highly fraction, fractionated LCT pegmatites. That's the one near uh, Delta's project, is it? That's correct, yeah. So we're just on the western border of, of their main Melinda target and I guess you'd, you'd call it a long strike in between that Jamison prospect. They had some, some good rock chip results. There's a mafic package, a leak springs metamorphic unit, which comes through from there through our tenement, which with about nine kilometres worth of this uh, sediment package through to uh, the Melinda deposit that there that david's uh pinholing to the east with about ninety thousand meters of drilling that's uh david flanagan of course who heads up delta lithium now a a 470 million dollar company on the strength of unithara and their project uh, down south now is it morrissey hill where you've also had some interesting um uh, copper oxide sort of uh, sampling results Yes, Barry, that was uh, myself and our exploration manager, Steve Valance. We were busily mapping and taking rock chip samples from, from outcropping pegmatites and we happened to come across a, a gossan. So we've wasn't expected, although we have had a historical, in from data previous, there's a historical 8.5% copper hit to the west of where we were. Um, along the same contact. So we were pleasantly surprised and, and the highest grade we got out of that was uh, 33% um, copper oxide. So that's certainly something we'll be following up as as part of this upcoming drill program. It's like the gas going, lightly explored in historical sense. It's uh, giving up all sorts of surprises for explorers. Oh, absolutely. You mentioned it's underexplored. It seems to have been a region that was just written off, if you like, in terms of its mineral wealth in, until recent times. Uh, and from from some gold in the north around Mangaroon to the rare earths, copper, nickel PGEs, um, and of course, niobium and lithium have, the more we the more we go out in the ground, the more we seem to be finding, to be honest. Morrissey Hill, when can investors expect uh, some drilling to occur? Drilling will occur second week of August. Right, okay. We've got strike and DDH1 coming out to begin that program. Kenneman package you've got in that part of the world, um, it's... Bit hard for someone like me sitting here to go well what's next but you have reported some very um impressive niobium results at uh, was it wobbly creek that's correct yeah the, the local station owner there calls it wobbly creek so wobbly. yeah i'll defer to him <laughs> yeah that's right barry so again historical records showed some really high grade niobium tantalum in that area there's been a there's been a, a history of small scale prospector style mining for, for tantalum and beryl in the past. There's lots of workings, little small workings across all this area. And there's records of 
actually tons of columbite being mined across in fact on Morrissey Hill as well as as well as Wobbly Creek and our other block Camel Hill and, and no doubt across other areas um, that our neighbors have got um, and this is back in the you know we're talking back in the 50s and and, and areas and days like that when it was done very more, much more manually um, so we followed up some of those historical results again rock chipping at this point so very early stage but we've certainly been able to back that up with um, some really high grade nobium up to 14.3 percent uh, latest results um, and in, encouragingly it's been associated with some heavy rare earths so really quite high grade um, yttrium, ytterbium, dysprosium um, on some of those hits. So as opposed to some of the lighter rare earths, which is which is uh, really exciting, basically. So we're talking hard rock rare earths here, not uh, clays or anything. This is hard rock. That's correct. What's the host? Is it pegmatite? Is it from what we're looking at at the moment? We believe it's it's rare metal. Uh, rare element pegmatite material. So it's got a, there's, there's as you're sure well aware, you've got the LCT pegmatite spectrum and then there's the niobium yttrium fluorine pegmatite spectrum. So it's got a geochemical signature which is indicating that material. It's certainly from what we've uh, discovered so far, the material we've been collecting has been somewhat alluvial and shed from these pegmatites. So we've got a, a geochemical soil and rock chip sampling exercise occurring across all our tenements at Unithara. And we're looking at, um, we've got a grid pattern, which we're, we're sampling to give us an understanding of, of how far and wide these pegmatites may spread, whether there's any associated carbonatite mineralization that may be across this tenement as well but at this point in time we believe it's a, an nyf pegmatite type system that's producing these columbite minerals is that uh, similar to hastings or is hastings a carbonosite no the the majority of the rare earth discovery in the in the region has been a carbonatite so dreadnought and um and hastings have been um, getting their results through there. And then they've mainly been on the lighter rare earth side. So we're obviously very keen with the, with the lower production and, and higher demand for, for the heavy rare earth sides to really follow this up. And, and you ask what's next, that's, that's certainly sort of the next target within our, within our project package to, to uh, complete heritage surveys there and, and if we can get the drill bit out and get amongst that action. Potentially this year? Well, we'd like to think so, yes. Right, so you're going to have a well busy and ex uh, exciting back half of the year. Oh, it's, it's been a really busy um, year for us, Barry, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Um, we love getting up there and, and as we say, as soon as we get up there, we're sort of, you know, stumbling over more material that's that looks interesting, um, and you know, really exciting for our shareholders. Now, apart from lithium rare earths, um, the copper we touched on there, manganese as well. Uh, is it White Castle? White Castle's manganese project. Yes. Yeah, so when we acquired the Morrissey Hill lithium project, we also 
so my, I guess my theory on on where we're at with the Gascoigne Barry was we had a few small tenements. Uh, I wanted to try and not only expand our, our footprint, but also just diversify a little bit into other battery metals. So we saw the opportunity and we wanted to get those tenements ideally as close to or surrounding our current tenement package. We're able to achieve that at Unithara, as we've just talked about. And then our other tenement, Skyline, on the eastern border of Hastings project, there was um, some ground I was able to pick up uh, through application. Uh, but then adjoining that, we are able to um, acquire two other tenements, which uh, have outcropping manganese or manganiferous material. Um, and that's in a, a slightly different package to, to Hastings. It's more of it's the Edmund um, Basin up there. So more perspective for, for base metals and, and certainly manganese. That's, that's early days there. We've, we've yet to, to really see the potential of those blocks um, other than historical records with some, some fairly high-grade manganese hits. And, and we really, as I said, I, I just like having um, a bit of diversity in our, in our offering, in particular, obviously, these, these battery metals. You know, manganese I really like. It's got a, a base load of demand in the steel industry, as, as I'm sure everyone's aware, where 90% of the, of the metal sold, but then increasingly um, will, we believe, the forecasts that, that manganese in the cathode part of the batteries will be more and more utilised and hence demand increasing. You have had some, uh, well, you mentioned their high grade sort of 18% sort of manganese hits, so... It's an interesting but early stage at this at this point. Yeah, absolutely. So we're aware of the some of the historical grades um, and we've done, we did a, a small rock trip exercise just to sort of have a, a kick the ground ourselves. Um, but our main focus remains Morrissey Hill Lithium followed by Niobium and we'll just um, slowly but surely uh, develop that project and assess its its prospectivity as we as we move along and just adds another another string to our bow now earlier you mentioned uh gold the uh hundred and five thousand ounces you've got in the murchison there at the primrose gold project near Payne's find what's the strategy there to um are you pushing ahead with gold or are you looking to trade that out and create some value barry i like having a gold hedge as well mm -hmm. it's pretty handy having a inferred resource down there we'll again we've uh, we've got our primary focus in lithium and rare earths um however we will do some further work on that it's likely to be um on a, a minimal basis this year just uh doing a bit further work and and seeing um the true potential of that whether we go down the path of developing that asset or um, look at toll treating up at magnet um, or divestment is is yet to be decided but i guess uh, we're not your average or you know explore out there we i hope i've been able to convey that we do have a few more strings to our bow which gives us flexibility um, 
in a in a changing marketplace. The and the rare earth uh, magnet recycling business in the states. How will that evolve? As I mentioned at the start of this, so that's a that's a passive investment. We keep tabs on the American business as much as we can. It's a very clever technology. So the these guys out of the University of Houston were able to create a a chemical process that uh, separates all the rare earth elements from the the permanent magnets that are associated with everything from hard disk drives to MRIs to obviously EVs and wind turbines. They're, they're early again early stage. It's a pilot plant scale, but they've successfully been able to um, create that or, or separate those elements from hard disk drives. And now they'll move towards a, what they're trying to do is move towards a more commercial style of scale plant and to enable bigger magnets to be separated and either sold on or, or reused. So it's a fairly exciting prospect. It's, it's part of our ESG strategy to support the downstream and, and recycling aspects of, of, of mining and something that we, we believe will play a future um, position for the company. No better place for it than the US too with the IRA support for uh, strategic metals, critical yeah, metals. Ab- absolutely. And mm. uh, geopolitically, it's clearly got some some benefits as well. Now, if you look at the company, uh, I mentioned the market cap, 27.5, mil roughly. You could probably uh, justify that on that uh, recycling business in the Primrose uh, Gold uh, asset. So I'm just wondering, what do you think it will take to um, uh, get the market value moving? Yeah, we agree, Barry. I think we're we're certainly undervalued, just you know, basing on those assets alone, and that doesn't take into account our, obviously our Gascoigne um, prospectivity. So I think success on the drill bit is gonna would certainly assist our forward momentum especially seeing the market caps of our neighbors and that uh, drill bit uh, is uh, turning is uh, just around the corner okay all right jeremy if you could might be repeating ourselves here but it's always a good idea i think just to leave uh, investors with a few dot points of milestones they should look out for in coming months yeah absolutely so first and foremost we commence our maiden drilling program in the beginning of august uh, that will be at our Morrissey Hill Lithium Project, a long strike from Delta's Melinda Project. From there, and, and that's a, a program that we look to drill uh, approximately 2,500 to, to 4,000 metres, depending on, on results. Uh, from there, we'll look to continue to develop uh, the niobium uh, asset at, at Wobbly Creek just to the south of Morrissey Hill, where we'll work with the traditional owners to complete heritage surveys and get the drill bit out there. Yeah, exciting times. And uh, I'll just repeat, a very modest market cap there, covered by the gold and uh, the recycling um, interest in the state. So one to watch as the year unfolds. So Jeremy, thanks for your time today. Much appreciated. Good luck with it all. Be watching with interest. Good on you, Barry. Thank you.